0: Hey there, everybody! Welcome to the in between. That was different. Oh, welcome to the in between. <laughs> yeah, was... it was. It it was different. Sorry. Hello, everybody. I don't who know who are you. I don't know. I am. I'm totally thrown off. Colson was here, and then he didn't have a microphone, and then he left. It was. Uh, it feels. Everything feels off.
1: He kind of stormed out.
0: He I mean, let's be honest.
1: He kind of stormed out.
0: <laughs> he slammed the door. I think he
1: could have. Uh, by the way, I I totally was gonna interested to see him try to do the fade without being able to hear. Cause yeah. I totally think he could have done it. Like oh, I'm sure. I think he's done it enough times that it'd have been like, and about now he could hear it in his and head. Coming down.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. But it was um not a typical morning already, but I mean why are any of it's that? typical? Yeah, yeah, this yeah typical that's for typical for it not to be typical. <laughs> hey, we're into joy. Yes. I'm into it. Joy, joy, joy. Um, yeah, just, just plugging right along, um, on this, uh, trip to Jesus's birth. Yep. So we're going to hit John, the, uh, the birth of John the Baptist and Zachariah's prophecy. Yep. Hopefully. Um,
1: Cause we got to get through the Mary's prayer first.
0: You didn't read it. I, thought I you read, read it. it. Okay. You read didn't, it, but you, I wanna, you I didn't, didn't unpack talk about it. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes but sense. But yes, it's a lot.
1: There's, there's a lot still to cover and so we'll see if we get through it.
0: We got we only got one more week.
1: <laughs> and I've got a yeah, I know it. Well, then we'll I mean, we'll pick up wherever I am so here's one of the no, things that I gotta we do got to research.
0: We got to make it to Jesus being born on oh, the 24th. Oh, for the 24th. I don't <laughs> yeah. I don't want to <laughs> bust your bubble there, but that has to be what we talk about.
1: <laughs> yes, one way or another, no matter what else we're talking about, that's what we will talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I figure we can just, you know, part of the 24th is reading chapter 20, chapter two, which makes sense. We won't, I won't teach that much on it because it's a 45 minute reading. Yeah. I mean, no, No, not a 45 minute reading, a 45 45. minute
0: service. Yeah. It's a 45 minute service
1: on the 24th
0: and we got to read.
1: Do we have, do we have bets on, by the way, on whether we'll end up have needing, have needed three services versus two? How many people do you think will come on the morning and
0: no, I at it, two in the evening. That's not my bet. My my bet is like I want people to bet on whether or not we are going to need an overflow for one of the services. Mm. It's not that it's not that I don't think that we need three. I think that, I think that if we split up evenly over three, we'd be in a good spot. I don't know that we're going to split up evenly. That's a good point. We just never do. So I've I've got I'm trying to get plans in place to make sure that we have an overflow for. Each of the services because right. I don't know which one is going to be the overly packed one. I don't think it's going to be four I'll just go ahead and throw that. You're out. going to throw that out there. You don't think so. Huh? I think it's either going to be ten thirty, and that's probably my favorite. Like that's the one that I'm favoring right now for being over packed. Okay. And then three o'clock. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yes, we shall. When are you coming, Paul? Uh, not uh,
1: to not. any of them. <laughs> not to any of them, right. <clears throat> yep. I'll, I'll be out of Dallas. Uh,
0: Somewhere. Yep. Docking. Sorry. Not supposed to doxing. What? What's it called? <laughs> doxing.
1: doxing. That's the word you're looking for. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not supposed to. You're like, there's this thing where,
0: where people tell other people where they're going to be. Yeah. And then if we were famous, well, it would be a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if we said like, oh, Paul, you, uh, you're you at your house at, and then gave your address. And then all of your fans and, <laughs> and, and, and haters would show up and. I gotcha. Protest, you know something, that's doxing stuff. So, it's it's not a nice thing. No. Anyway,
2: <laughs> yeah. and yeah, knowing our listeners, we probably should should yeah. make sure we don't throw that. Kind yeah, of they're a out rough there. crowd.
0: Whoa, that is a Easy killer. <laughs> <laughs> Just show up to the church with pigs in a blanket. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know who you are.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of doxing. All right, so uh, I'm intrigued. I'm going to try to do a little research here uh, that I started on last night, um, uh, yesterday afternoon, I guess, and that is I'm going to try to count up how many psalms are referenced by Mary and Zechariah because hmm. I think it's going to be in the area of 25 or 30. Hmm. It is on... Both of them are just essentially weaving... Um, phrases and concepts from the psalms into these two which is here's a question
0: and i hope this doesn't sound irreverent do you think that they're weaving songs in or do you think they're not very good songwriters (laughs) both no i mean you know they They
1: are good songwriters and they're weaving Psalms in oh okay they're probably like shane and shane you know like hey we're gonna write some music but can't do better than the psalms
0: Yes, no, absolutely. I think that's probably exactly what it is, <laughs> and I think probably I've heard this before. They're just I know very these lines
1: good Jewish believers, and yeah. so of course where they go to is the psalm. They
0: they know these they know these words. Yep, um, and these words. Uh, at have you ever have like I know you have, Paul. I guess have you ever written uh, poetry? Uh, I mean, I think the closest probably like modernly is is benedictions. Um. No, I'm talking about like, uh, actual, rhyming scheme. Yeah,
2: yeah. And so there was there. The, I feel like Chris mentioned that in a, in a. Uh, well, he did. He did. He mentioned last time in the sermon about writing poetry, and so we were talking about, um, with Jill and I. And I have written her, I think, two. Okay. And she was trying to think like maybe three. And that was like generous. Yeah. Because I was like, generous. I was thinking one and I went ahead uh, and said two. <laughs> um
0: It's that it's that when you start to write poetry and you're realizing like how like the the words that when you're trying to write something that rhymes, right. Yeah. It, there are certain words that just kind of you end phrases with and then you realize like, oh, that's why they do that. Oh oh that's why that that word is at the end of so many phrases. <laughs> yes. Hard to hard to rhyme orange.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one,
0: for not, sure. Not hard to rhyme let. <laughs> um. Anyway, like there's, I just think that probably there's some of that involved with with this. Is that they they have a they've been they've heard the psalm so many times.
1: Yes, I think it's probably just. Yes, I think it probably just yeah. flows from them. So I think I think it's going to be co- kind of cool to. Uh, Kind of unpack that and see. That's it's not going to be hundred percent sure because obviously there's also they're just following some of the same themes as themes, the psalms, and then they're
2: just yeah citing so them. When is it? But there's a lot. You are right. <laughs> it's all over. Um, and a
0: lot of little blue marks here.
1: Yes, in Bible. and they're all now. Some of them you go look, and it's like okay, yeah, they're using the same word. I don't know that they're referencing that psalm. Then there are other places when it's
0: oh word clearly for word. the Copy. same.
1: Yeah, they're clearly taking that. Um so i really I just think that's really cool um so yep very very fun uh that it'll be that'll be a fun little touch, but beyond that, I haven't gotten to to dive into this passage as much, so today will be another one of those that that we get to really un kind of unpack together so uh John, if I could maybe you could you read the magnificent,
0: and Mary said. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. I think I always read that God of my salvation. ESV is weird with poetry. For he has looked on the humble state of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. It's quite a. It's very Jewish. It's very like. Very Deborah, very Hannah. This and this. Mm Hmm. I I would I would encourage everybody. This is a good like I guess time to say it. Um, especially with the Psalms, I would say, or things like this. Um, if you don't like when you read, if you only read silently, you might you might read these parts out loud to yourself. That's a good thought um just because you if you it's hard for us to read the poetry of another language um and hear it as poetry but i think if you read it out loud you might get that a little more um because the, i mean the the translators are trying to give you some of that mhm um they they they're trying to help that and help it be not help it be but you know what i mean yep paul there's a little more Phrase for phrasing, yeah, going on.
2: Yeah, that's one of the big conversations when we talk about like translations or like what what version of the Bible are you reading? Um, Yeah, and like you just even you know quickly mentioned of like the ESV is less flowing in the um, yeah in the poetry sections um, because ESV is more um, a word for word. Translation where they're looking at an individual word And they're translating it for what that word means In
0: the spectrum of mm-hmm. And it's kind of translations, and,
2: Yeah and so within that spectrum of Translations you kind of move from word to word To kind of thought For thought mm-hmm. um, And so it's it's Are you trying to take a sentence and then communicate the thought Of the sentence and then try to translate it into English or are you trying to just say like nope here's The word here's what it means and mm-hmm. then Do that and so um some more literal translations like the e s v do are that are based off of word for word, get a little stumbly um in the English, but are you know have a little bit more precision mm-hmm. and then again, some of the other uh, translations that take more like the uh, maybe like the new living translation that moves more thought for thought encapsulates that a little bit better mm-hmm. as far as like the poetry sections and i th- and I think what's most important about that you know, consideration is what are you reading or what type of genre are you reading? So if you're reading the gospels and you're reading a very like Greek, a very systematic, a very, you know, kind of words are important and thoughts are structured. Mm -hmm. Well then maybe one of the more word for word sections are going to be more helpful in presenting, um, presenting that concept. But if you're reading poetry, again, maybe that there is a little bit more of like, you could switch over to one of the more thought for thoughts.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and get a little bit closer to it. And again, all of all of this is, at least within the conversation of well-accepted modern translations. Right. Largely, they're all doing a good job. Yeah. And it's not like one's, you know, again, I think it's, other than the, the humorous ones, like when people are just making humor out of it, Yeah. it's not like any one translation should be vilified or been like, and you read that? <laughs> Well then, you're 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 not a a real whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, No, most all of them are are still going to do a good job and be faithful to the text. But in diving in, you can utilize each one of the translations with the specific purpose. And it would
0: be good to know which one where your translation is on that side of things. I used to be like in my youth. I was youth when I was younger. um, God. A sign year old so, Oh my gosh! <laughs> when I was younger, I used to be uh, scared of more—not scared of, but I would say scared of more thought-for-thought, thought, uh, or yeah, thought-for-thought thought mm-hmm. translations instead of word-for-word. Word. Um, I, I, I would like, oh well, that's just blah 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 blah. Like it, it I, I, you got to use the tool for what it is. Yeah, right. And and understanding, like if you're using a, um screwdriver is a chisel don't do that right if you're using as a chisel as a screwdriver don't do that Hmm. anyway that may have been too
1: no i think that's it's imp- it's an important understanding we want to understand the correct
0: what we're reading and how to read it. And but it, it I guess it. It, it's important in in this, like when you're spanning something like this, when you're starting with the Magnificat and then you're going to talk about the birth of John the Baptist and then you're going to read Zechariah's prophecy, like you're jumping back and forth between mm-hmm. um, yeah. types of literature even yep. in one book of literature absolutely so right. so understanding like when mary is doing and and i guess there's some of that that like we like, if you're looking in your bible open up your bible <laughs> if you're not looking at your bible right now open up your bible and look at your bible you can see in most bibles they they will set apart things that are poetry right with the formatting of the bible Which is very helpful. It is helpful. And I think we automatically go there. We automatically think, okay, poetry. Right. And we know poetry, like whatever. And then we go into prose and we're like, okay, this is prose. Like that's a paragraph of prose. Um, But understanding like there are a lot of things that are involved with that. um, Like we're saying where the poetry that you're seeing is poetry that is based on ancient poetry at the time that it was written it was based on ancient poetry on ancient poetry that's right and for us it's like all of it's ancient but you know what i mean yes um because their thinking
1: is so affected by this yes It's, it's like the people who we know who know scripture well right and then they when they pray even when they talk it just fills their language like i mean it's you know people talk about you know our founding fathers many of them may or may not it's hard to know by you know by our standards whether they were christians or not but certainly the, their understanding of scripture is and they're, they're it so fills their language they just naturally you just find it all in their speeches and their writing they don't always even cite it cuz it's just part of their speech
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and that's a cool that's a cool problem to have when the bible just kind of drips out of your mouth, a normal conversation. So, yeah, so we'll, we will unpack some of that and I've got some, hopefully some creative ways to do some of that. I'm looking forward to it, but we'll see. Here's a cool
2: one I'm running across. Um, and really it kind of started, uh, with a note back up in 43. Okay. When Elizabeth is saying, why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Mm-hmm. I mean, just the striking thought of... You mean Mary? Uh, uh, Elizabeth no, that's, that's is Elizabeth speaking, speaking to okay. Mary. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, hey, yeah, And so Mary is the that mother... the mother of my Lord should my come Lord
0: to me. Yeah, oh, yeah. sorry. Hey,
2: sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No, no <laughs> good, Elizabeth. You're good. And so she's expressing this uh, unworthiness of herself to yeah. be visited um, by the mother of her Lord. By her... Niece? Yeah. And well, even just I mean, I feel yeah. like the the proclamation of my Lord to an unborn baby in yeah. the womb. Oh wow. Um yeah. and what is what is the connotation and what is she like what is she proclaiming? Because then again, I mean here's the the Mary's then song says, My soul magnifies the, the Lord. Lord. Yeah. Same, right. Same word.
0: Um and that is Curios. Lord, curious, not Yahweh, like the yeah, sometimes it it, is. It is is in in the Septuagint. It is
1: Kyrios.
2: Yeah, in the Septuagint, Kyrios is the word that is translated from Yahweh in the Hebrew. Right. So the Greek translation of the Old Testament, anytime you see Yahweh, that is translated into the Greek was using this this title Kyrios. Mm -hmm. But again, just um, but there's a mm
0: -hmm. there's a difference when you see like ones like that. Um, in your Bibles I don't know if you like we've in the about Old Testament before. yeah yeah capitalized capitalized lower yeah. whatever anyway this but isn't that
2: here right here in the Greek and this is what I found interesting um of hundred and sixty six occurrences of this word in the synoptic Gospels 95 times it's Luke who's using this distinctive huh. Luke uses it more than any other um any other Gospels, to refer to, yeah, Jesus as a distinctive title, implying not just his deity, but also his superiority in person as master. Mm. Um, And probably, again, makes sense if Luke is writing um, potentially more with a Gentile audience or a pagan audience Mm. who who, who would refer to, like, Caesar as Lord who this terminology for a significance and right. for a person in title would be like, yes, and this is where I pledge my allegiance. Mm. And without even connotation of like, well, I don't I don't have to make a statement of who he is or what he's doing, it's just that he is this title, so then my allegiance goes. And interesting that then Luke uses this terminology to connect to his audience um, in the same way of like, yep, and this is, this is allegiance. You don't have to know who he is or what he's doing. And apparently Elizabeth didn't. <laughs> I mean, and Mary's making this and doesn't know. They haven't met this Lord yet. Mm-hmm. They have no idea, but they know that he is Lord. Mm. And so they're making a statement of, yeah, of of his deity, but also of his mastery, that he's a superior person and, o- and is owed allegiance yeah. just because it has been prophesied and revealed to them.
1: Yeah. That's really cool.
2: How much how much are you gonna to try to tie in or reference? You kind of referenced a little bit just in the fact that they write poetry. Yeah. But the similarities between Hannah's prayer of Thanksgiving and the Magnificent. Like yeah. we talked about it back when we did back Hannah's we did prayer. it. Yeah. We talked about how the magnificent has these strong ties.
1: Uh, we, you know what? I don't know if we. It might be cool to go back and look at it, but
0: I, I think it's a form of Greek or not Greek of Hebrew uh, poetry. It's just a Thanksgiving poem. Yeah, yeah.
1: What is the? What do you think is the deal with? Let's let's discuss for a second because I think this would, but people would would also wonder about why why the need to say it's not just that God gives good things to the needy. But that he sends the rich away empty. All like, right. Like, Listen, what, is, what is
0: the significance of that? You, of all people, should feel the significance of that. Why me? Because you comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm also the one who hates false dichotomies, even though. Comforting the afflicted, afflicting the comfortable, sometimes can be one. You can do both. Both can be the same. But yeah, here we are. I
0: think I think that's exactly what this is. Mm. I think I think that someone who There's is a
1: presumption—they're yeah. not just rich. Yeah. The problem isn't that they're rich. No. The problem is that they are finding their comfort in something other than God.
0: Yeah, and I do think, like you talked about how um, last week the. The Mary being a common name uh, may be because of uh, just honoring right Miriam and honor like the 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 honoring of a name that is uh, common And we all know names are like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, I named my daughter Skylar because nobody else names their daughter. Oh my gosh, everybody's naming their daughter Skylar. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. Okay. Well, things like that happen for sure. But it's also possible that right now under the Romans there is this mindset of affliction that's that is good. happening. Yeah. I think and, I think
2: fifty-one through fifty-three. Yeah. Kind of Yeah, all state this strophe of a couple of verses that are reflecting on um, God's power in reversing social circumstances. Mm. And I think that that ties exactly well with, especially the story of Israel, mm. God's people, the and, Old Testament, when he reverses the fortunes. And, yeah,
0: right. And, and right now they're feeling this affliction yeah, coming politically and socially and from the Romans. What is being proclaimed as coming is a reversal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good point. Morris's and, commentary even puts also
2: an interesting note of talking about Luke being very specific. Luke wrote more on the topic of wealth than any other New Testament writer. He does. Yeah, he oh does. yeah.
1: There's there's a lot of places where, like Matthew will talk about the poor in spirit. And Luke, but just, Luke just, says says poor. just says poor. Yeah. And so uh I think that's something to it as well. Yeah, that's a good perspective. And I think there is something really tough about it's hard. It would have been hard for a Jew, in particular, to be wealthy, powerful, and comfortable in the Roman Judea mm-hmm. without having compromised. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, that's a that's an interesting and and something we're going to face. We possibly could face here as well. Does is there going to come a day when it's re, like right now? It would be really hard, and like probably be really difficult in Russia for a an ethical bible believing christian to become wealthy and powerful without compromising.
0: Well, it's not like <clears throat> not to get too pointed in like in a personal sense. That's part of why we are praying so hard for like um Congressman Moran. Yeah, because yeah. he's in Washington DC. Yeah. Like of mm-hmm. all the places where you can be corrupted by thinking yep. that you're you got you got to compromise a little bit to get what you want.
1: Yeah, which things I mean, Some things that can't be compromised. Don't
0: compromise the things that you can't no. and that's why we're praying for him and his family and why we pray for Louis. I mean, you know, like all of the Yep. That's why we do that. That's right. why you're supposed to be praying for your leaders is because this is like the, that's in it's pervasive.
1: Yep.
2: Man, that's a great mm-hmm. and I and I think on a similar tone, I think this whole section of again probably fifty one to fifty three is, is again another presentation of the reversal of saying like and then God just does what God does he doesn't right. do what man does yeah like this this seems like if you if you read the opposite mm-hmm. you would read that is what men do that yeah. makes sense that's yeah, what that makes sense right. that's what humans are capable of and that that fits and that's there and then this whole section is to say and God's gonna do something different his mm. economy is not our economy
1: yep. Good, good. That's really helpful. And, and it's kind of interesting that we start that with Mary. We're, we're getting a, a tone set for the rest of the book, which is the people who, who probably early Israel kind of assumed were the ones being blessed by God. It, it may be that mm. that's not the case. So don't, don't use man's
0: standards
1: mm-hmm. um, to measure
0: value well again and we're we're talking about after 4 years of not here 4 years 400 400 years Golly, that was anyway 400 years of not hearing from god there's been kind of this like i mm. mean you know like you
1: we've been waiting for so long we've been waiting for so long
0: theme. um and i mean we it's almost like we should use that as a thing <laughs> um we but there's also the the like the status quo becomes the this is right so when someone is wealthy and remains wealthy and blah 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 without any kind of judgment levied against an action like everybody is again and that judges like doing everything in their own whatever and teaching what seems best to them without a a judge coming in and saying nope that's not right. Right. Uh nope, yeah. you're not supposed to be doing that like hey A prophet coming in and saying, This is what God says. Like you've heard it said, but this is what God says. Right. That when Jesus is doing that, he is being the prophet. I mean the perfect prophet of like no, like y'all, y'all blessed are the poor in spirit. Right. Blessed are the poor. Like you y'all Y'all, y'all have y'all have uh, misrepresented what's what's actually happening, right? And I feel like it's easy to do, but that's what we're gonna see over and over and over again. And it, yeah, you know, Mary's calling it out before he's that'd be a good around. place to reference Hannah's Hannah's prayer too.
1: Would is because the same heading is, I mean, the same theme is there of the God is doing a something Mm -hmm. new and it's going to revolve a reversal for a lot of people. Mm. And, you know, we need to be watching for that and just how that's a similar, and it very clearly intentionally. I mean, again, it is clear that Mary has grown up, grown up on Hannah's prayer here that she, that she goes straight into it. And probably like John was saying, a whole other bevy of prayers and poetry like this, that the women, had written so, yeah. Then we we have that little funny. By the way, do y'all think that's what? Do you, what do you think is up with that? The um verse sixty two.
0: They made signs to his father. I uh, I mean, I th- I think that when someone is quiet, it it makes people quiet around them. <laughs> like I I always wondered at that. Um, as a musician, like it seems like if if people are talking while you're playing, right that the thing to do would be to turn up the volume. And that just makes people talk louder. Talk louder, right, yeah. So if you want people, like, play well but quietly, and that's how you get people to be quiet. I did look it up a little bit during the second service um,
2: when you were mentioning that joke again. Uh, so kophos, the the Greek word here, can mean deaf as well as dumb. Like it can uh, be both.
0: Like he couldn't hear? And
2: so there are several that say, like, this is, this is Zachariah can't hear or speak which again that's quite the argument uh winning tactic for his, for elizabeth if if he <laughs> i thought that that was a funny joke but also but the, the fact is, that they it angel, would be enough the angel to not keeps be able
1: speaking to speak.
0: to him well, like that matters right i mean i know right, the angel can right. do
1: break rule whatever rules probably wants to there but
0: but there there is
2: wow. there is a, a i mean there's a level of scholarship that goes to that thinks this is not just that he can't speak, and he can't communicate at all, and can't hear yeah. and or or speak, um, and that's again why he settles the argument by writing on a tablet.
0: Yeah.
2: Um.
1: Well, it makes sense that he would write it on a tablet if he can't speak. If he can't speak,
2: but why are they why are, making signs but- to him?
1: If Apparently, he can't speak
2: right, and that that <laughs> I think that would be the greatest argument of saying like, and then that's why he can't hear either. Yeah, I I, well, I agree. Dumb I think. Is that they're signing to him, and then he responds by just writing it down, <laughs> because yeah. that's the only way he's able to be prompted of what to do. Um, I, yeah, I think, which which again leads to a little bit more of the confusion. It makes sense. Yeah, because if you if if he could hear and understand and had the ability to write, then yeah, why why would
0: why, Why would there be, He'd know, be... he
2: would just be writing it down the whole time. They they wouldn't have to even worry. They would just look at him, and he would be writing, and then it would be settled.
0: But yeah, it would it would be interesting. It is funny though because just just them, like they're having this conversation, like this argument. that which again, like blows my mind. If I'm in that situation, I'm like, you're not the pe- like you you are not his mother. Like yeah. what? You're not a parent. Why are you involved in this conversation at all? (laughs) That's where my modern sensibilities come in. Right. Why the family
1: is I mean, why all
0: the family and friends and everybody else don't fit about it? Like you don't get to name the kid. Right. I don't care if his John's not a family name. Like anyway. Also oh, John's a perfectly good name. There's nothing wrong <laughs> yeah. with the name John. I think he may be offended about something else. No. Anyway, they, uh, but you know like there's there's all this stuff going on and then like the they made signs to his father inquiring this is the first time like that they turned to Zechariah. Right. Um so you know there's all kinds of weirdness in this passage. So if he had been writing I'm not sure he would have been involved. You know this is just one of those things when you don't have a voice Or when you are voiceless. Yeah. Like the fact that nobody, even like there's all kinds of conversations that happen. Have you ever been quiet in a meeting? It's like you're not there. Yeah. Nobody talks to you. Nobody like asks you anything. They just talk across you.
1: I mean, I remember when my grandfather started going hard of hearing, going deaf. Mm Mm-hmm. And he would sit in the room and while we're all talking and that's how you would notice is like, he's not talking, he's not saying anything cause he's not following the conversation. He's just sitting there kind of casually watching everybody interact without, um, you know, like, oh. cause he's worried he's missed something and yeah, I yep. guess he just doesn't want to try to jump in when it's really tough to hear, hear to hear like that. But anyway, that's uh, those are some,
0: that's that's really good. That's intriguing. So this is Zechariah, hard of hearing or not able to hear, just looking at everybody like why are they arguing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why are they? Now, why are I will they arguing? I will
1: say something really interesting. This was in, this was intriguing to me that we live in a nuclear family culture. Mm-hmm. And you know, if, if someone has if 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 everyone, my parents, Ginger's parents, everybody else has an opinion on how we should raise our kids. They all get vetoed. And overruled immediately by Ginger or me having a different opinion. Right, that is not common around the world, mm. um, and it's not that's not true typically in the Hebrew culture. Is that the matriarch would have the last say in regards to even the youngest children, even over the mom. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I had a client that was wrestling with this in their family that he had come from one of those cultures and he had married an American girl, and the American girl was like, "Your mom needs to stay out of our family." but the problem was from the boy and the mom's perspective no no mom literally overrules you like that's that's just how this has been for 2000 3000 years mm-hmm. in our family system is is that's the case It's like no no you don't argue with the with the oldest woman in the room you never do about a child she mm-hmm. clearly knows more than you um and it is funny now as you know as parents in our 50s that some of the, so many of the early decisions we made about our kids were not Necessary, I think mm. it's probably the best way to say it is we were overly like the i remember I remember at one point ginger ginger and I both think it is funny at one point we did this um ginger would have my parents hand her mark when they walked up and downstairs, yes, because like well, you don't want them to you know break a hip and fall and drop the baby or they were my age
0: <laughs> 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 they were fifty when when mark was it's like. It is a wonder we're letting you get up on stage every, <laughs> yeah, exactly. every Sunday.
1: I, I've been meaning uh, to talk to you about, about how that, old exactly you are. Exactly right. Have somebody's going to have to carry that table for me. That's what I. That's what I want. It is. That is comical. <laughs>
0: by, by the way, every time you're like setting everything on top of it and picking it up, I'm like, somebody picked that thing up. There. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh uh, no, I like it. Made it just, exactly. The train <laughs> watch NASCAR. It. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. Everybody's
1: just waiting. He's, He's gonna, gonna start leaving that. stuff. That's why that's that why leaves tripped. stuff on stage. Oh my it's like, gosh. Let's see if he trips over mm-hmm. it this time. <laughs> I told you. That's what I joked about. I think second was like, I'll I'm just gonna start kicking out. it out of my <laughs> way. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh.
0: At least it's wireless, you know. Yeah, exactly. If that thing was plugged in, we'd really be in trouble. Um man. That's it's a lot. I do, I'm, now I'm wondering like how you're gonna get to the prophecy. <laughs> well We'll see, I, but I think I think I can get down into Zechariah's
1: conversation, um, you know his prayer, and I think, and obviously that's where we wrap up yeah. is there in the, verse eighty, the birth of the, the greatest man
0: born to women. Yeah, exactly. This is pretty pretty big deal. Yeah, like if you, it doesn't seem like it. We're about to talk about Jesus being born, and it, and it is. <laughs> but it Jesus says that John then. is the greatest. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. He means up until that point. Yeah, because. <laughs> but 6 months later then that's when Boom. the god man is born. <laughs> what
2: were you going to say, Paul? Oh, this this is the delay. I mean, like he he comes out of the temple unable to give a benediction or to express the blessedness because of his muteness. And the first thing that he does when his abilities are restored is to start with this blessing. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And again, so the magnificent is the Latin translation of Mary's psalm, the benedictus is now the Latin translation because of the, the Greek word Um, here that is translated blessed is the same eulogist
0: that says, yeah, it's the... Then Paul should read the closest. benedictus as the benediction. That would be
1: a great, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is literally his job and he can't do mm-hmm. it because and he can't do he's
2: it. mute. Because he's mute. And the first thing that comes out of his mouth when it's restored is, uh, is what... Yeah, I actually have so to clarify.
1: It, I made its comment and two weeks ago and said, Oh, because Gabriel wants his first words that he speaks to be his name is John. Yeah. Those I mean, aren't the first words he yeah. speaks. He writes, the, yeah, he, he writes that. He writes that. I yeah, just totally missed that. Yeah. And so I'm gonna have to come back and be like, no, his 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 first words are yeah. actually, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel.
2: Yeah. And I I think what would be interesting is is that what is on his, you know, like trapped on his tongue the entire time? Is this whole time been him pent up with this yearning yeah, to like,
0: express blessing. It's almost like if Paul were to be struck silent. Yeah, after okay. after having an encounter with an angel, by and, the way, and then the first words out of his mouth are, "Good morning, everybody." <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been asked to give you some announcements. I've been
2: asked to give you. Some...
1: <laughs> That's what, what he sits and thinks about all day, every day. Sorry. Oh, John, that was good. I thought you were going somewhere. Else. I didn't think no,
0: you I really? were going somewhere else. I thought you were going somewhere <laughs> no, else. Yeah. No,
2: that, But it sorry. would be it would be intriguing that <laughs> I think I, it would be interesting that if this was the concept that this is what he's been yes yeah no absolutely. holding up well but cause he's cause holding he up a message of blessing. He couldn't
1: come out with the benediction the first time. Yeah, the first time. Yeah. And so he's been waiting nine ten months yeah. to give the benediction he was supposed to give the first time.
2: Yeah. yeah. And so maybe even just. Putting it into this spectrum of leniency of trying to, to visualize this, he's not the confused old man in the corner looking around. Yeah, exactly. Like the, dumbly smiling at like I don't know what's going on, and i just. He's probably in the corner smiling because he's like, I know this.
0: Yeah, like this is a message you all, all need to hear. Everybody else doesn't know this as much as I. As know much this. as I know this,
2: this is coming. Mm. Wow.
0: Big deal. Big deal.
2: He
1: has a writing tablet. Maybe it's the one he's been writing this benediction on for the last ten months.
0: Yeah. Mm, Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I love it. It's, It's it's gonna be big. Can't wait. Be encouraged.